Alrighty then, welcome back to um, Low-Key Radical. I am your host, Shana Washington, and this is your co-host with the most. Jasmine. You forgot your name? No, I didn't. I thought you was going to say my name. Okay. Say my name, say my name. <laughs> Happy Black History Month, y'all. Yes, we're bootleg today because of a, a ice storm, so we just going to do this on Zoom. We wasn't coming out of the house. No, we we playing it safe, but we still wanted to give y'all content, right? So you know, we go go ahead and do it. Let's just do it. What are we doing? Starting. Oh. Ready, set, go. I thought we started. We did. Okay, positive vibes only. See how we messed up because we don't got our stuff, mics. Okay not gonna be together it's not so li- I, I got this are you ready i was born ready all right let's do it positive vibes only this is our Wusa segment where we talk about good news the and some good tips and advice i have some good news something that happened in the news that was good share the news dion merrick and brandon antoine There were two Louisiana trash collectors, black men, right? They saved a 10-year-old girl from being kidnapped. Did you hear about this? Wow. No. Question. Not that it matters. Was she black? She was black. She was a little black girl. (laughs) (laughs) So an Amber Alert alert was issued for this 10-year-old girl. Um, She was at a family's home, a friend's home or something like that. And um, the guys noticed the vehicle from the Amber Alert while they were out. And they blocked in the vehicle and called the police. And that's how the man was caught, basically. He was a sex offender, um, you know, and he had this little girl in his car. And if it wasn't for them, we don't know what would have happened to this little girl. We don't know. One random white man? He was black, unfortunately. He was black. I tried to pin it up. Okay. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But shout out to them. Yeah. The American Brenda Antoine. They American heroes. Yeah, for real. I mean, this happens every day. Mm hmm. Every day. So she did just, they would have just covered that up. She would have been another another victim. Yeah. Amen. God bless. That warmed my heart. Yes, indeed. Like a what? Like a, a hot chocolate. <laughs> Amen. So, uh, we will move on to our next segment, your favorite. Da, 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 da. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> well, hey, nah, nah. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> well, hey, nah, nah. All right, so the hot topics of today, right? Whole lot of. It's a whole lot of them. I had <laughs> I had to go through chicken shoes, but what just happened today? Donald Trump has been acquitted from in, from his, you know, the whole impeachment stuff that was going on during the impeachment trial. He was he was acquitted, um, so he was found not guilty of inciting the riot at the Capitol. Well, you know what? Whatever. Are we surprised? He's still blocked on Twitter. Twitter shut his account down. So boom, period. He can't tweet no more. One for us. Excuse me, but if this was President Barack Obama, he would have been under the jail the first time. Period. That's how they do. But, I mean, it's expected. I'm not surprised. 
This man was impeached twice. He paid somebody. Ain't yeah. that much money in the world. But what we can take away from this is what we already know. When you're white and when you have money and you have power, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Illegal or not. Boo, boo, boo. That's like really annoying that that's, what, that's how he gets to live his life. But he, God got something for you, Donald. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he's suffering right now when his, he just looks lonely and decrepit and pasty. So, you know, he going through it. <laughs> it's just, it's sad. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. Whatever. This is how the world works. And um, at this point, I'm used to it. Um, I wish I had my shirt on because not my president. No, never, never was. President and my VP. Yes. Well, another news. Um, you know, gun violence in Philly is kind of crazy right now. Oh, they wilding for what? It's a pandemic, so I mean, we already knew what happens to the world, to the United States of America. It's always going to hit. It's always going to hit the black community harder. Really? So, there was a study that showed that we the gun violence has increased since the pandemic, right? Okay, so we know this. But there is a man, Jamal Johnson, he's a Marine Corps veteran, black man, um, older gentleman, but he's protesting gun violence in Philadelphia by going on a hunger strike. Wow, that's deep. Yeah, because I've always been looking like, you know, we know about gun violence, but what are we doing about it? Like, what is the community doing about it? And it's hard because we need people from the top, right, to step in. But we know that's not going to happen. We can't look for a savior. And this man has taken it upon himself to just go at least get some attention about the subject. You know what I mean? They're writing articles about him. Um, I'm seeing him in the news. So he wants city officials to take action, just like they're doing with COVID-19. You know how well, everything with COVID-19, everything is urgent. It's an emergency. We got to get rid of this. We got to take care of it. But they're not doing the same when it comes to gun violence in Philly. And it's because it's not their kids, it's not their sons, their daughters, their sisters, and their brothers. So correct. Yeah, absolutely. I did I did um hear them say that we are at sixty one for the year. And we are only in February. Yeah. Listen, I have these numbers, right? So in twenty twenty, close to five hundred people were killed. Yeah. And more than two thousand two hundred people were shot in 2020 so like since 1960 it's it has not has never been recorded more than 500 people being killed in philadelphia since 1960 and you're right it's been like over 60 murders since the start of the new year so we're on a path unless something drastic happens to like blow records at this point yeah but it's like where do y'all draw the line because yeah. this woman and children are now involved. So, yeah. like, where do y'all draw the line? Who, who, who we got to come for? For it's y'all to understand that this is something serious. Yeah. But, and this, the city is saying, you know, they need help. They need funding on at the federal level. But, okay, you're not getting it. So, what next? You know what I mean? Defund the police. Yeah. But... A lot of people are asking for this to be like um, emergency 
state of emergency, right? Because of the gun violence. But what's going to happen, though, with state of emergency is it's going to be more policing. So what the mayor was saying is there was somebody that was representing the mayor um, basically said that's something that they don't want to do. They don't want more policing, you know, because of everything that's happened in the past. They're not open. But it's like, okay, come up with a plan, though. Let's come on. Let's do. Let's do something. Politics is going to be politics. I mean, and, and they they do nothing. They've done nothing because I feel like the numbers from twenty twenty were similar to what did they say two thousand and seven. Like this is not new. Is all I'm trying to say. This is not new. No. It's been going on for years, and y'all still don't have a plan. Yeah, it's like the same thing y'all doing with the construction on Fifty Second Street. Y'all still don't have a plan. <laughs> like, what are we doing? And it's not just Philadelphia; it's many black communities throughout the nation. But Philly, um, this you know, like I said, their numbers have been increasing and on the rise. So I'm sure we got to be in a top tier somewhere oh, yeah. out of all. I wouldn't be surprised if we considered deadliest right now. Yeah. Like that's 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 out of pocket, and they need to do something about it. I mean, granted, we can we can voice and we can say as much as we want to say, but as a politician, as people in the government, as people who are lawmakers, y'all got to step up. Y'all got to do more than what y'all doing. Right. I applaud people in the community though that take it that are taking actions into their own hands, like this man. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, I know churches who they, they'll go out in the streets and they'll just stand on the streets and pray, like, you know, during the highest peak hours, I guess you would say, of gun violence, like they'll just be out there. And I think presence, that's definitely something that's needed as well. But it's got to be more. We have to be able to do more. I don't know what it is. I don't have the solution, but something all on Jesus. All the, it's, it's mostly kids that are dying. Black males. Yeah. Um, teenagers. Every day. It's sad. It's somebody's son. Okay. Like you said, women and children are now um, being impacted more. And it seemed like it's easier for them to get that than it is to get a job or food or anything. Yeah. Or like, weapons. But mm-hmm. you can't get your hands on things that are necessary and important it's like is it really us though or are we is this a setup has it been a setup listen okay that's all i'm saying y'all been setting us up from the beginning of time mm-hmm. we can have that conversation though that's a good conversation to have that was deep I was uh-huh. that's gonna take a while that might be a couple of segments but i hear you i do mm. In other news, police officer Adam Coy is charged with murder. Excuse me, white police officer Adam Coy. We know he wasn't Jamal. Was charged with murder after killing black man Andre Hill. Charged. Charged with murder. Child. Has that happened before? I think it has, but it has been circumstances. Like, in this case, everybody witnessed this black man just coming out of a friend's house as cops were responding to, like, a suspicious call about a vehicle or something like that. 
suspicious activity or whatever. So Mr. Hill, he was unarmed. He was slowly walking towards them with his hands up. He had a phone in his hand. And this officer Coy, he not an officer no more because he's in, under the jail. Adam just shot him. Wow. He said that he had a gun, which he did not. They did not find a weapon. And then he activated his body cam after the fact. Where was this? Oh, man, I don't even know. Hold on, let me tell you real quick. But it's just like, huh? Now you turn your body cam And I think that was the evidence that was against him, like. Why'd you do it after the fact? Right. But which surprises me because I feel like that happens often and they still get off. This was in Ohio. Yeah, that's why he thought it was okay because he knew it's been going, people been getting away with it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right. And he's probably it. gotten away with it before. Exactly. There you go. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know. Because we truly never know. Like, we just he see got away with it. We just see what people have caught on camera or what have people like said on their own. But think about how many black men this has happened to black women and it's been covered up. We don't know. No, it's ridiculous. I, one of my friends actually called me um, right before the new year because he got pulled over. Um, and he actually pulled over because he got bad news so he didn't get pulled over but the cops just pulled up behind him oh wow he was already because he had bad news on the phone and he was talking to the person on the phone cops pulled him over um told him get out the car he put a gun to his head shook all his stuff out of his car for no reason like they thought he was suspicious and he's like i just found out my one of my closest friends was killed so I pulled over because I didn't want to be keep driving. And they just like gave him the hardest time ever and was like, well, all right, whatever. And keep just keep it moving. Left all his stuff everywhere. Like it was like wow. And he was by himself. Where was this? Dover. Dover, Delaware. I'm not surprised at all. Racist. That's crazy. It's ridiculous. And they get away with it. They just keep it moving. Like, this is their everyday life. Then they go home, take a shower, and, or I'm sorry, they don't wash. They go home and they get sick. Because <laughs> we know. We know y'all. Why? They just go home and they get in the bed. Some of them don't wash. Sorry, not everybody. But, like, come on. Don't do that. Stop playing with people. Stop playing. I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the news to say, black man killed police officer. In self-defense. I'm not waiting for that. But, I mean, come on. Y'all keep playing like this. Somebody going pop, pop, pop. I mean, people have snapped already, so. Mm-hmm. What you call them just did a movie about? What's the guy's name? You know what movie I'm talking about? Yeah. He was in a... I can't even remember. Who was he? Oh, yeah. About the slave that killed everyone. Nat Turner. He was in the Nat Turner movie. You don't know this guy? He was in um the Denzel Washington movie when they were the Great Debaters. Oh yeah, I don't know his I name. Don't remember his the name? Bull. <laughs> yeah, he I was like- blackballed, but um I think because something came, he had like rape allegations against him. Of course, it involved the white girl. So we haven't really heard from him a lot. 
Mm. I'm gonna look up this man's name because it's gonna bother me. Of course. Well, speaking of Denzel, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Malcolm and Marie? I saw half of it. So you didn't finish it? I did not finish it yet. No. You couldn't watch. It's just like a whole argument. <laughs> you got you got to listen to it on like twelve volume. I know. I got to go back to it. Um, it was just giving me like, oh, this is none of my business. They having a private argument. <laughs> yeah, like, can y'all be quiet? Can y'all do that somewhere else? It did. <laughs> However, I will say, I I appreciated the dialogue because it was natural, modern, millennial relationship, toxic conversation. It was. And what I thought. to see their relationship on screen so y'all know how stupid y'all look and how stupid y'all sound going back and forth every day. Yeah. Like, it, it, that was toxic relationship one <laughs> on TV. Anytime I have an argument with anyone, I always feel like you, I sound stupid. Because I don't like arguing. Nobody going back. I don't argue either. I do go not. back and forth like, it, at the end of the day, it's just when you emotional, nothing is going to come out of it correctly, and you're not going to feel good about it. So just that's right. I don't argue. You could come see me, and <laughs> come see me. Nate Parker is his name, and American Skin is the movie. Okay, he was Check in all black movies. Yes, out of them. Basically, he went through a situation with the police with his son. And I'm going to say he got back at the police afterwards. Just you watch the movie. But it is about him, you know, reaching a breaking point and getting back at the police like you were discussing earlier. What's the movie called? American Skin. Okay. I believe it's on Prime. You can buy it on Prime. Everything's on Prime. But I just got HBO Max. I'm just catching up to the love craft country, that thing. I ain't still watching that. <laughs> Now you want me to get prime? I told you one at a time. These is monkeys. HBO Max, did you watch the Ju- what is it, Judas and the Black Messiah? No, I didn't see that. I didn't see that yet either. We will watch that soon. Though. It just came out, but I heard good things. I want to see that as well. Oh, all I saw so far was Malcolm and Marie. Yeah. I got to finish that. I saw half of it. Well, if you know you're why I didn't watch all of it? Because. I had just been watched all those Whitney Houston, the Whitney Houston movie, the Bobby Brown story, and then the documentary about Whitney Houston and Bobby Christine. <laughs> Emotionally, that was a lot. So when I got into that movie, it was like I couldn't even do no more. I, was <laughs> I wouldn't even want to know what kind of dream you would have after watching the same night. Because I didn't see any of it. It's been out for a while. Like, the Whitney Houston story was out for a while. So was Bobby Brown. I didn't see any of it. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. The documentary just, uh, it was, it's too much. It's too finish, much. Finish it. And while you're watching it, if you close your eyes, he does sound like his father. He, no, he does sound like him often. I was like, hold up. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of things with him in it, and he sounds just like his daddy. It was good. He was good, though. I feel like he took a good role to introduce himself. Right. But I mean, what you spoke about was real. That getting back at police, people really feel that way. And I just, that's why I hope this stops because somebody. Yeah. It's going to come for them. Listen. Absolutely. 
So, you know, we spoke about Chad Wheeler last time. Right. Giving an update. When I tell you that we broke the news about Chad Wheeler on Loki Radical Podcast because so many people have never even heard about this story. It's It's sickening. People that watch that are very into football. Yeah, exactly. That means it has like not been anywhere in the media. Mm-hmm. But what they do to, um, to the, I can't even remember his name, the short black guy that beat his wife in the elevator. Oh, yeah. The little, like, I don't remember his name either. But Antonio Brown was one. They dragged him. Yeah. Mike Vick. They dragged him with the whole, with the dog situation. And this man done choked out his girlfriend, Aaliyah Teller is her name, a black woman. Until she was unconscious. And he pled not guilty. I'm sure it's because, you know, they're going to blame it on his bipolar disorder. Mental health yeah. issues. But Aaliyah said she's unsure whether or not the incident stemmed from his bipolar disorder. Um, so, I mean, he's still out on bail, living his life. If she unsure, then right. she know it, that. It, huh? If she unsure, then that means she know that it did not. That that didn't come from mental health. That came from his white blood. I just need for them to um really watch this man. He just out here choking people unconscious, and now he's free. So that's not okay. I guess is he not a danger to the community at this point? If you're gonna blame it on bipolar, it could just happen to anybody, right? If he's off, like he choke out anybody. No, no, he don't have a job anymore. Of course, you know, once it started coming out on social media, the NFL jumped in swiftly and made sure that they could say that he's no longer a part of the team. I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Just listen. Tell me about it. Like, really? Really, Chad? Really, Chad. And I saw the girl's interview. You sent it to me, actually, Aaliyah Taylor. Oh, yeah. When, I, when she called her his dad. Yeah. She, she looked in disarray. She looked hurt. She looked like she'd been through some trauma. Yeah, she saw the light. Where you like, bulb? My question is, why did you call his dad? You missed me. I said, where the light bulb? You said oh. he saw the light. <laughs> I, maybe she know like the dad is the only person that can handle him when he gets like that. Maybe he was like that before. Why do you call the dad first though? Why not the cops? Why not? You can't when somebody's in a traumatic situation. You can't like say why they didn't do this. Like you I, I, I get it, but I'm just saying if, if you if you but yeah, it had I, to be a reason. Daddy. <laughs> I'm calling my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Washington, <laughs> Cobra. I knew you was going to say Cobra. Okay, and watch, and they'll come try me. I mean, the <laughs> watch, just watch, just wait until watch. Period. I'm calling Pride. The only thing I would be really scared for Pride because I know he's going to end up in jail. And <laughs> listen, he got to do what he got to do for his bone. Listen, it's just I don't know. That's what happens. That's what happens. But I, I'm calling. I'm calling. I'm calling. Mm-hmm. You calling what? On the pastor. The pastor. 
calling. All right, I'm done with Chad, man. Secret black meetings. Oh, you know what? Commercial break. I have on a beanie, a hat, right? Beanie. For no reason. Get up close on it, because that joint is perfectly inspired. Perfectly woven. Yeah. So, a black business owner mm. made Talk this for it. me. Talk about it. Her name is Lauren. El Boogie. Shout out to Lauren. El Boogie. Uh, find her on Instagram. Find her creations on Instagram at lowcrow. That's L-O-C-R-O dot creations at Instagram. Lowcrow. Low like yes. Dot creations at Instagram. She's been knitting a so, long time this thing looks so good like look at the pattern it's yeah just, it's crazy it's yeah. crazy like those and she does other things too but these beanies mm-hmm. it's, it's something special get you one get one get one get one and get somebody else too. yes that too all right we're gonna go into secret black meetings <laughs> You gotta be louder than that. It's <laughs> we a secret. Mic today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you gotta whisper loud. <laughs> so let's talk about this gorilla glue lady. Who? <laughs> the gorilla. They keep calling her the gorilla glue lady. I don't like that. First, it's the gorilla glue girl is what they've been saying. This woman is forty years old with five kids. Stop calling her a girl. She know. Let me just say, sis. <laughs> That was not in the hair store. So, my thought process is, was you ride down the boulevard and you seen, you said, oh, let me stop and get my dove and my tie from the man on the side and he had a can of hair got to be glue. You thought it was got to be and it was gorilla. Because ain't no way. You went in the Home Depot and said, sir, where is your gorilla glue for my hair? No way you went in the home beat no Lowe's. No, you didn't. No Walmart. That wasn't in the hair section. I don't know the story. I feel like I saw something where it said she ran out of a product and she just was like, well, this should work. Let me try this. I don't I don't know if she went to the store. Did she have it laying around? Did she think it was Gorilla Snot, the gel that is for your hair? Got to be glue is not Gorilla Glue. Gorilla Snot is not Gorilla... But don't I need an interview. Don't people put glue on their um eyelashes, right? To make them say they're not supposed to. Y'all using hair glue? Yes, okay. I've used hair glue, but it, but no, that's hair glue. It's hair glue. There's eyelash glue, but there's also hair glue. But that's the not the point. That you didn't. That thing ain't say hair at all. Not for skin. When this first happened, like at first I thought it was just like some IG person joking or whatever. But then I kept watching her and like following the story, and she was really like in pain and in tears. Like, in the face. <laughs> yes, hey. her sister had to cut off her ponytail because she was getting headaches and stuff like that. And it it was just sad. You could see like her scalp was burning. She was in pain because they were trying to like find different concoctions. Like they put the acetone on it. It was a mess. But Black History Month, dun, 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 this black man, a plastic surgeon in LA. Um, his name was Michael Obing. He is G- Ghanaian born. Obing, um, huh? I just like the black thing. Obing. 
<laughs> if I'm saying it right, I might not be pronouncing it correctly, but he came up with the perfect concoction based on his, you know, background in chemistry and everything. And he was able to remove that glue from that lady's hair and yeah. saved her hair. Cause I thought she was going to come out that joint ball. Yeah. I really did. Me too. I did too. When I saw that little thing shaking, I was like, oh, okay. Look at Michael. I was like, they're going to shave that all the way off. Well, I, listen, I hope she learned a valuable lesson, but I would like to see an interview with um, Gail. Because <laughs> like, Gail going to ask the questions that we want to know. Ask the questions. People want to know. I don't want to see no Ellen, no late night white man. Gail. Please, thank you. Send that to Gail, please. <laughs> you gotta do that for me, please. Yeah. Absolutely. Really I feel so bad for her. Like, and she said she didn't expect it, you know, to go viral like it did. And she got everybody, you know, so many people are being mean to her. People are just, they just rude and disrespectful. Especially on the internet. Says if you ain't expected to go viral, you should have kept that one to yourself, archived it. <laughs> she was trying it. to get help. She didn't know what else to do, so she turned to social media. Mm. Well, I mean, in a in a sense, praise God for the free black man. Okay, that and Doctor Michael, thank God for him. Yeah, and and all of that. And mm. he did it for free. Did I say that he did yeah. it for free? That's a blessing. Yeah. That's I hope she learned her lesson and her blessing. Yeah. But that... <laughs> hey, do we even know? Oh, is that Tessica? Is she Tessica? Tessica Brown, yeah. Okay, I do know that. I think she's from New Orleans, right? I didn't know that. I think she's from, like, Louisiana. I don't know. She know better. Listen, I'm just glad that we got to show off Black excellence no. in a very sensitive moment because i'm sure we've all done stuff to our hair i've never done nothing crazy to my hair i've always been scared to do stuff to my hair um <laughs> i know one time i didn't want to get rid of my uh widow's peak but that would have looked crazy i never did it though so nothing no color no color before it's curls or straight and i didn't do it myself i've done color before but yes that's how i keep my hair healthy and that's how I keep the length by not doing much to it. Okay. Okay. You got a point. Because <laughs> okay. everybody be like, you know, you hear them horror stories. I color my hair. I had to cut it off, or I did this, this, this into my hair. And it's all done. I to the Dominicans. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, just be a plain Jane and you'll have edges. How about that? Ooh. Where my light bulb? <laughs> right. I do got edges. I will show y'all, but I'm in my Frederick Douglass stage, and although it is Black History Month, I do not plan on giving y'all no Frederick Douglass right now. <laughs> yeah, my whole girl Oh, man. Alright, well, that has been our episode. Ooh. Rat, rat, I struggle so. This was a struggle so, for real, because we didn't have our stuff you stuck, we stuck in the ice, but it's all good though. We're here, we're able to do this. Thank God for technology. Yes, and make sure y'all do something important on black during this Black History Month, okay? Whether it is tell your white coworker who Mae Jameson is, you know? Just tell them something, share a story with them. Don't speak to them for 24 hours if that's your way of celebrating Black history. Wear your dashiki to work on Zoom. Get up in the morning 
and come to class with your bonnet on. Don't do that. That's not classy. But you know, we're not <laughs> to teach these folk, others, about our culture. We know who Martin Luther King is. We know who Rosa Parks are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's 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 try something new here and give some new information, introduce some new people, okay? That's all. That's all I want y'all to do. Live in your blessings. Amen. And we also want y'all to follow us on Instagram at Lowkey Radical Podcast. And we also have a Facebook page too, Lowkey Radical Podcast. Check us out. Yeah, yeah. Low key radical period. All right. Thank you for joining me from afar. I miss you. Next time, we'll have it together. We'll be together. Amen. <laughs> Amen.